and listen to the message already in progress. I wanna go. I wanna go. 
but don't let go of his unchanging hand. Cause I guarantee my God will be there on time. So hold your heart. Oh, 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 yeah. And all you gotta do is hold on, hold on. Now let me hear you say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me talk to y'all for a quick little second. I won't be long. Let me talk to y'all. There is so much going on. Said there's so much going on. There is so much going on. Children are dying. Mamas are crying. It gotta get better. It gotta get better. It gotta get better. You gotta call on Jesus. He'll pick you up, he'll turn you around, put your feet on solid ground, he will hold your hand when your back's again against the wall. You better hold on, I tried him for myself and he worked. You better call on Jesus, no matter what it may look like. You better call, call on Jesus, and just hold on, 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 no matter what it means to like, just hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Call on Jesus, he the only one that can help you. Call on the Lord, oh my Lord, how sweet the sound. Come on Jesus, help me out. I love to call your name. You the only one, my father, my God. He is my rock, without a shadow of a doubt. Hold on, y'all, it's gonna get better. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
Testing, testing. Uh, uh, Brother Baze was saying a new song about praise your name, praise it to his name. And, and the other kids were singing, I was glad, you know, the, the trouble don't last always. Sometimes we have trouble in our lives and, and uh, look like it's going to keep on like, going on and on and on. But trouble don't last always. And he said, the Lord is wonderful. And the reason why trouble don't last always because God is wonderful. And what we got to do, we got to keep on holding on. Has anybody got any hold on power? All right, amen, amen, amen. We need some hold on power. We as Christians, we have a tendency of soon giving up. We can give out, but God don't want us to give up. Um, um, today, we're going to talk about um, having a vision for your own life. Father God, as we come, we come to say thank you, Lord. We come to glorify and magnify you and lifting your name up, a name that is above all names, Father God. We just thank you, Lord, for what you've already done, what you're doing right now in the students around us. And, Father God, we come to say thank you. What you're going to do through your word on today for your people, Father God, that somebody come crying, what shall I do to be saved? Father, we just thank you for your word being a lamp to our feet and a light into our path. Father, you told us to study to show our self-approval. Work need not be ashamed. Rightly divided in the word of truth. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity, Lord. We thank you, Lord, how you kept us from one week to another week, Father God, and how all the things that we've been through, through the week, Father, you still brought us through. And Lord, we just want to say thank you, Lord. We want to take the time out to give you the glory and the honor and the praise that you what you've already done in our lives father god we're looking forward for what you're going to do in our lives father god we can thank in advance for for god you don't ever change we change but you don't never change father god and your word's going to stand father god we just thank you we glorify you we magnify you lord god and as your word go forth actually speak to me and through me father god think with my mind speak with my mouth father god and lord god in the name of jesus I give you, ask you to give me more. You unless to me, Father God, and fill me, Father God, as the, the word come forth. Let it go, Father God, and somebody come crying, Father God. We just thank you. We glorify you, Lord. We magnify you. I thank uh, Reverend Smith for this opportunity, and I thank God for being here on today. Um, my pastor have a tendency of catching you um, on a way out. And, uh, but it's all right. It's all right because it ain't, it ain't something that I do sometimes. It's something that I do all the time. That's praise to God, giving God the glory and giving God the honor for what he's done for me. I don't know what, she, what he's done for you. I don't know where he brought you from, but he's been good to me. And I just want to say thank you. I just want to give God the glory. And I, even if he ain't did nothing for you, he did something for somebody in your family. If he ain't did for nobody, nobody, for nobody, nobody in your family, Lord, he did something for your friend. So you need to God, give God the glory. You need to tell God thank you. Because it ain't, ain't going to take nothing off of you to give God the glory and give God thanks. Because that's what we're supposed to do as human beings, as Christians anyway, to give God the glory. You know, we, I mean, we give everybody else glory. I mean, how can we can't give God glory? And he's the one that keeps the breath in your body. He's the one that makes you go from one day to another day, from one step to another step, from one moment to another moment. We have to learn to give God the glory. 
because God said he don't have no respect of a person, you know, we shouldn't have either. Well, you said, we use it when we get where we can't get in the rut and can't get out. We say, well, I'm going to call sister so-and-so. I'm going to call, you know, if we get in, in a car wreck, we want to call Born or whatever his name. But you better learn how to call Jesus because he's a making a creator of your life. I don't care what kind of trouble you're in. I don't care what kind of mind you're wrecked, your mind wrecked about. But I tell you what, I don't care what situation you're in. I know God can fix it. I want to thank God because he's worthy. Not only that, that, he, that he can fix it. I just want to thank God because he's worthy. How many of you know God is worthy? God is so worthy. I mean, you might not clap your hand and don't make me no different. If he ain't worthy, you do. He worthy to me. And you miss it out on your blessing because I didn't ask you to give me no glory. I asked you to give God the glory. If you don't give him the glory, it's your problem. It ain't none of mine. We're going to go right into our lesson. Um, Y'all already know me. I don't preach no shouting message. I just come to try to help somebody where I be being. I try to help anybody else to come through. I don't, I don't come to sh make everybody shout. And I don't care if you don't shout because you ain't shouting for me no way. So uh, I just thank God for what it is and who he is and, and who he is in my life. I just want to say thank you, Lord. Uh, in our uh, lesson on today, we're going to be coming from Habakkuk. I know it's kind of strange chapter to y'all because we don't hardly go in the, back in the Old Testament. But sometimes we have to reach back for old things, how new things become, how, how new things could become new. Sometimes we don't want to go back. Sometimes we don't even want to look back. But it's good to go back and it's good to look back. Because when you look back, you can find out where God then brought you from and what he done for you. When you couldn't do it yourself, you know who done it. Out of the book of Habakkuk. Out of the Old Testament. We're going to come out of chapter 2. When you're there, uh, say amen. amen. It's kind of strange now to me, and I'm kind of on an old-fashioned old thing. It's kind of strange to me that now you don't hear pages turning no more. Uh, Y'all know I'm about to go, right? Um, it's kind of strange that when preachers used to preach a long time ago, you would hear... Bibles opening, pages turning, and, and people saying, wait up, I ain't there yet. But we're so busy today on, hello, um, y'all, that technology, you just let that stuff eat out up. But it's all right, I ain't nothing wrong with it because I use it myself. But I'm just, I'm just saying it's a, it's a place and a time for it. You're, um, I feel me, me, I'm, I ain't talking about nobody. I'm talking about me, y'all. I ain't talking about y'all. I'm, I'm talking about me. I was brought up bringing my Bible to church. And if you ain't got your Bible, you some I don't know what done happened to you. You, you shouldn't have come here without a Bible in your hand. Um, it ain't nothing wrong with your cell phone. 
It ain't nothing wrong with it. Don't get me wrong. It ain't nothing wrong with it because I got one myself and I, sometimes I feel like I can't do without it. Oh, out of the uh, Habakkuk, out of the second chapter of Habakkuk, uh, we're going to be reading from, um, I'm starting at the first verse and we're going to stop at the fourth verse. I don't know whether we get go all the way through all this, but we're gonna go. We're gonna go. We're gonna, let's go. Habakkuk, the second chapter, started at the very first verse. I would stand up on my watch and set up on the towel, and he will watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am approved. Reproved. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, that he that readeth, that he that readeth may read it. Verse 3 say, For the vision is yet for upon a time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Verse 4, so if we, if we get that, behold, his soul which is lifted up upon righteousness in him, but the just shall live by faith. In, in, in our first, in our first, uh, first part of our, our, um, our Habakkuk in the first chapter, we see here... Um, uh, the, the, the nature of the Cherudines and the Babylons there uh, causing a little bit of a uh, problem there. And uh, how, uh, the Lord is allowing Habakkuk to be in the, in the presence of that nation, in, at that nation, in the presence of that nation, in the presence of those people. That was the people that were doing so much wrong. And they, the longer they do it, they thought it was right. We can do things for so long, and well, do wrong for so long until we think it's right. So in the first in this first chapter we see of the Lord um allowing Habakkuk to be in the midst of this nation and uh and in uh, um in being in the midst of this nation, Habakkuk wasn't the, the type of man that that the uh, Babylons was. So but God allowed Habakkuk to be there to let him see that what was going on. And Habakkuk didn't, uh, didn't, didn't like what was going on in, in, in the Babylon's, uh, in the Cap, uh, Charity's nation. And he was saying to the Lord, why are you allow me to be here to see what, was, what is going on in the nation? And you mean to tell me the things that you allow to go on and you allow me to see it and you don't see it? Even if you see it, you, you don't even want to do nothing about it. You're allowing these people to do all this wrong in, in this nation, and you ain't doing nothing about it. But yet still, you allow me for it to, to, to see what's going on, and then I'm standing here, I'm sitting here, not knowing what to do, how to do it, when to do it, but then and all, you're here, but you know what to do, and not doing it. So here in Abaka, in he said, uh, Therefore, the law is slack in judgment. And then at the bottom, he said that the Cherubim was there just doing in and everything. But what's going on with Habakkuk? The Lord is allowing Habakkuk to see some things in the, it, with the Cherubims that we need to see here in the church today. But we as Christians, 
we overlook things because we don't want to be responsible for it. We don't want to um, make it our business. So we just going to let it go on and on. And, um, and don't say nothing about it. Don't do nothing about it. Don't get with nobody to pray, pray about it or nothing. We just, you know, we just do it because we get complacent in that thing. So here we see Habakkuk here crying out for his own people. Uh, they're doing so much stuff in, in, in that nation, and they're carrying on so bad until um, it even brought um, Habakkuk tears. He was crying to the Lord, Lord, I, I know you see these people doing this. Lord, I, I know you hear what these people are saying. You know, sometimes people can say some ugly things about you, and they don't know nothing about you. I mean, some stuff can make you cry. And they don't know. They, they sit up, and they listen to what other people say about you, and they take it, and they run with it. And it don't even have to be true. Because you know what? A lie, you know, we lie so much until, we lie it so much until we think we're telling the truth. And it don't even have to be that way. But we could just stand up and just tell tales on people and, and before you come in, somebody rolling their eyes at you. And you wonder what they're rolling their eyes at you for. And you ain't did the people nothing. But they're going by what somebody else and told them. But in our, in, our, in, our, in our lesson today, we're going to talk about write the vision down. We're going to talk about writing your vision down. If God has given you a vision, you need to write it down. And writing it down is to remind you what God has told you to do. Don't worry about what God told me to do, because my vision might not be your vision. The vision that God has given me, he might not even gave that vision to you. Everybody can't sing. Everybody can't pray. Everybody can't preach. But do what God has given you to do. If you do what God has given you to do and do well in that, you do, you do good. You do good. Because one thing about having a vision for your life, you sure can't live my vision. And I sure can't live your vision. Because we're two different people. So in, in chapter, uh, chapter 2, read, baby, read. Chapter 2, verse 1 says, I will stand upon my watch. Look, this is what Habakkuk said. When Habakkuk was asking, asking, uh, uh, asking God, why wasn't he doing something about those people when they were doing so much wrong, Habakkuk kind of got a little attitude there a little bit. You know, he, and you know, sometimes we, if God don't do what we want him to do right then and there, we kind of get a little, you know, you know how we act. Y'all know how we act. And uh, we're saying, well, you know, I didn't pray about it and I asked God, and he, you know, ain't did nothing about it yet. Well, I wonder when he going to do it. He going to do it? Read, baby. I will stand upon my watch. I will stand upon my watch. And set me upon the towel. And set me up on a towel. He said, now look, whilst I'm standing upon my watch, he said that this, when I stand and I know I got time to stand up here with my watch, he said, what I'm going to do whilst I'm watching, he said, I'm going to try my best. To, uh, to take this time and be with God. And I'm going to talk to God and we'll see what God's going to do about this situation that we're in. He said, and then he said, I'm going to get up on my towel. He said, and watch to see what, I mean, right here, he said, I will stand upon my watch and I sat upon the towel. 
Now this tower that he's talking about, it was a building so very, very high, he placed himself in a place where he was going to see what God was saying about what he was going to do about his, these people. He said, okay, now I'm going to sit here, breathe, baby. And we'll watch to see what he would say unto me. And watch. While I'm waiting, I'm going to put myself in this place, which is this towel. I'm going to put myself in a place. Sometimes when God speaks to us, we have to be in a place. All the time, we can't be over to Sally's house talking about Jim and all that kind of stuff. We got to be in a place where God can use us and we can hear what God is saying to us. We sometimes, we want to listen at what, well, I wonder what God told her. Ain't your business. It ain't your business what God told me. And let me live my vision and you live yours. He said, but I'm going to stand right here. I'm going to stand so high. When he do do it, I'm going to see it. And I'm, when I, well, I'm, the reason why I'm going to see it, I've been waiting on it. I've been waiting on to see this. He says, read, baby. And what I shall answer when I am reproved. If God has given you something and you're waiting for an answer for it, if God had promised you that he was going to do it for what would you be doing to be, for the wait on the answer? See, men, in, in the first chapter of this, Habakkuk, we see men having questions, but guess what? We do have questions, and we always got questions, but guess what? God is the answer. And if you, if you don't believe it, trust him, he will. If something comes in your life and something comes up in your life and, you can't, and you're struggling with that thing, you keep on asking God to do it. Well, he's going to do it, but he's going to do it in his own time. And the Lord answered me and said. He said, and the Lord, not my friend, not who called me on the phone and talked talk to me about, Hello. He said, the Lord, the Lord will do this for me. And what would the Lord answer him? And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain. Write whatever God has given you for your own self, for your own vision. Because God gave all us individual visions. And he says the Write the vision, and the Lord answered Habakkuk, and he said, write the vision. Write your vision, because our topic is write your vision down, write your vision. Not Habakkuk's vision, your vision, because you got a vision for your life too. He said, write the vision and make it plain. Upon tables. Wait, hold on, hold on. Make it plain. How are we going to make something plain? You know, uh, you know, God used to uh, bring down bread from heaven. But he ain't going to do that no more, y'all. And he just not going to, I'm trying to make it plain. I'm just trying to make it plain. He ain't going to do that no more. You know why? They got stores stay open all night long. Now you go get your own bread. He's just not going to do that no more. He said, write the vision and make it plain. Up on tables. Now, a while back, they didn't have all the cardboards and whatever else that we have now to write on, write, write up on. They were writing on tables at that time. 
they was writing, they were writing on, on, on tables and, and stones and clay and all that kind of stuff at that time. But now we don't have to do that. Since we got a, a vision for our lives, we can write our own vision down. And, and, and if anybody come around us, like I said, writing the vision down is to remind me what God has told me to do. Write it down. He said, write it down, Lawrence. He said, I told you to treat everybody right. And here you go, you mistreating people, lying on people, persecuting people. I told you to treat everybody right. I told you to write it down. Write it down because I don't want you to forget what I told you to do. What I, so you won't forget what your vision is. Write it down. And when you write it down, he says, make it plain. So when other people see your life, what kind of life you live in, or, or, or what kind of light they can see in you, they can pass by you and say, something is showing in her. Something has happened in him. Write it down. Make it plain. Make your life plain. If you say you love the Lord and your life will change, let somebody see that you didn't change your life. Make a change. Write it down. Make it plain. You just can't live no any kind of way if you accepted God in your heart as your personal savior. You can't live no any kind of way if God didn't give you a vision for your life. You just can't do it. I mean, I'm, hey, I, I like to have fun too, y'all, but I can't do it. It was time that I, I, I used to like to drink and, and smoke and lie and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But I can't do that no more, y'all. God didn't give me a vision for my life. And I got to be ready when he come. And it ain't been no long time. You say, oh, that was a long time ago. It don't have to be that long. Just uh, write it down if he gave it to you today. Write it down. Write it down. Make it plain. If it ain't nothing but, uh, Lord, I, I'm just not going to talk about nobody no more. Lord, I'm just not going to lie no, uh, on nobody no more. I, I'm just not going to hold no more. I, I mean, write it down. Write it down. If, if God had told you don't do that and it's wrong to do, write it down. If he told it to you, so come one thing about God, he speaks to you individual. If he dealing with you, he dealing with you individual. So write it down, what God had told you to do in your life, write it down. And not only write it down, make it plain. I just ain't going to do that no more. And I don't care who, it, who like it and who don't like it, I am not doing it no more. And then I found out, you don't like me because I ain't doing it no more. Guess what? Who cares? I'm trying to make it plain. That's all. I'm just trying to live my vision out, what God gave me to do. I don't care whether you like me or not. I ain't coming here for you to like me. But one thing I do know, you got to love me. If we go on to the same place, if you're going to be in that, in that place, when I get there, you got to love little old me. You might not like the way I'm walking. You might not like the way I talk, but you got to love me. I don't care what kind of life you think you're living or what kind of vision you think you're living. But one thing about it, what the main key you need is L-O-V-E. Now, if you ain't got that and you got a vision and ain't got that in it, you don't need to write it down. 
you need to keep it to yourself. Because you know what? It ain't, ain't nobody benefit nothing to with it but you. Well, we make it plain. And it said, that others, that others, that others may see. Y'all, we in the church. We live in everything, including lies. Hello. In, I ain't talking to you unless it's you. Living lies, preaching, praying, singing, and doing all that. And we doing it, think we doing it to the glory of God. But you better write your vision down. And guess what? You better make it plain. Because one day, God going to come back. And you got to be ready when he comes. And all them lies you told and you ain't, and persecuting, talking about people, if you ask God to forgive you for it, you in trouble. So don't let him come and find you with your work undone. And don't get mad at me because I'm working on mine. Uh, uh, when you say make it plain, I was thinking about, and I'm just throwing this in and it's free, as my pastor say. Uh, when we write things down, I kind of kind of remind of, uh, Sister Smith when she make, what them things is? T-shirts. And uh, I said, Sister Smith, how you make them T-shirts? Uh, she go all the way around the world, but she don't tell me the ingredients that she been putting in it. That make them taste like that. Her, my, my tea cake tastes like her tea cake. I'm just trying to make it plain, y'all. I, I mean, I ain't, I ain't trying to make nobody shout. I'm just trying to take the vision, write it down, and make it plain. Write your vision down. You need a vision for your life. And the reason why you need a vision for your life, if you ain't got no vision, then you live in somebody else's vision. And we do live other people's vision. The reason why I know that we live, have a tendency of living other people's vision, because we sit up and we look at telly. Y'all know who telly is? Television. We look at television and we see all this stuff going around on telly's vision. It's not our vision, it's telly's vision. And we live in Telly's vision and not in letting our vision go undone. And guess what? When you get through looking at Telly's vision, it ain't doing you no good. Because when Jesus comes, he's not going to ask you where Telly is. He ain't going to ask you what Telly did. So live your own vision. Because if you ain't living your own vision, then you live in somebody else's vision. And you can't live nobody else's vision. If you ain't got a vision, you better get one. Because one thing about it, when God come, he coming. And guess what? When he come, he ain't going to tarry. That's why he giving us a time to get it right. We pay money for somebody else's vision. Don't we pay money for somebody else's vision? Do you pay sudden length when the bill come up? Do you look at your television with all them channels on it? Then before you know it, you're doing some of what the television is doing too? Do you even think for, uh, some things that tele, tele is doing? 
telly will make you lose your mind. Telly, we live as the world turns. We live on the edge of night. We live all them visions. But you need to get your own vision. And when you get it, you need to write it down. And the purpose of it writing down and making it plain, where you will remember it and record, let it in your mind. Because see, your mind is a terrible thing to waste. You know, we let our mind mess us up. If we ever get in this word on our spare time, you say, girl, I ain't had nothing to do today. That's a lie. Because if you ever get where you ain't got nothing to do, the devil is on his job. He got your vision. He gone with your vision. So you need to stay in this word. That's why he told you to continue steady to show yourself approval. So when the devil come and it ain't your vision, tell the devil he's a lie. Write your vision down. Write your own vision down. Live your own life. Don't try to look like nobody. Don't try to dress like nobody. Do your own thing. You need a vision. Everybody need a vision for their life. You can't live your child's vision. You can't live nobody's vision but your own vision. Write it down and make it plain. Read, baby. That he may run that readeth it. And the only way that they're going to read it, they're going to read it through you. Don't you know it's got some people that can't read? And they say, well, you say, well, you know what the Bible say. No, I don't know what the Bible say because I can't read. But I can read it through you and thank God for what he has given me because I can almost, I can read you too. If you sit side of me long enough, I know exactly where you're coming from. I know you ain't got no vision for your own life. Now, if you don't believe me, don't sit side of me, all right? Read, baby. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. The vision is yet for appointed time. Your vision, right? That's why he tell you to write it down. Make it plain. Because one day, it's going to come. And when it come, not only he said it's going to come, he made it plain, it will surely come. And he ain't talking to nobody no outside of this church. He talking to us that's in here today. You need to get your vision. You need to write your vision down. Your life messed up because you ain't got no vision. You want to go and look at everybody and find faults in everybody. You need to get you a vision. Because if you had your vision for your own life, you wouldn't see what I'm doing in my life. Write your own vision down. And when you write it, make it plain. You can, call them, you can wake me up early in the morning and say anything you want to say. And you say, they say, they say, I don't want to hear what they say. I want to, say, I want to hear what Jesus say. If he didn't say it, I don't want to hear it. You know, because it ain't in my vision. It ain't in my thoughts. And it definitely ain't on my mind. Go, baby. But at the end, it shall speak. He said, that for the vision is yet for appointed time. Now, God might not come when you want it. But he definitely going to be on time. 
That baby sang a song, he's an on-time God. And when he come on time, if you ain't and wrote your vision down and making it plain, he gonna catch you with your work undone. It's a very essential for us to write our vision down. God allowing us to write a vision down for our lives. God, I don't want to be like that no more. And when you write it down and then some of the, the devil bring you something, no, 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 no. My mind make a turn. He said, you wrote down that you want to do better. So don't let the devil come and change your mind. Because you already wrote it down. And what you're doing better is making it play. He said, for the vision is yet for appointed time. But at the end, it shall speak and not lie. Write it down. Make it plain. Whatever God told you to do, do it. And you ain't got to please nobody else. If God told you to do it, just do it. Because one, one thing about he, by God, he don't change. We do, but he don't. You know, we got, we got, we got times and we got certain places and certain, certain people we want to be around and da la 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 But it ain't, that don't go like that with God. God said he ain't got no respect of a person. If, if you didn't receive and accept God in your heart as your personal savior, you ain't got no business with him either. If you, if, if I pass by you and don't speak, speak to me. That's the ignorance of me, I ain't the ignorance of you. And then that's something that I got to do. I got to work for my own self. And you ain't got nothing to do with it. Know why? Because you ain't got no heaven, no hell to put me in. Well, I don't speak or don't ever speak. If it ain't in my vision, well, then I need to put it in the vision. If I ain't in my vision, I need to get me a vision. And doing what God tells me to do. And the reason things that I, like, I'm not doing everything that is supposed to be going on in the right thing. See, the, sometimes good people suffer for the wrong people. Sometimes we, we, uh, we suffer for the, for the, for the pe things that pe other people be did. Even in our family, y'all, we, we, we suffer for somebody in our family because they go to prison or whatever. We suffer and we ain't did nothing. They did it all. But we, we don't want crying out to the Lord for them. That's because you got a vision and they don't have one. He says, for the vision is yet for a point in time. But at the end, it shall speak. If, it, if, it, if he say he coming, he coming. And he's not going to tarry. He's not tarrying, y'all, because... He went, when, when the time come, he coming. And he ain't going to wait. He said, when he come back, <laughs> mm -mm. we ain't going to have no time. He said, the very angels in heaven don't know when he coming back. And everybody said, well, um, God ain't got no, uh, no secret. Yes, he have. If he told somebody in here when he coming back, let me know so I could do a little better too. You know. Cause he said the very angels in heaven don't know when he's coming back. So I'm surely, don't ask me because I don't know. I'm just trying to be ready when he comes. I'm just trying to make my vision plain. I'm trying to write it down. So when he do come back at that appointed time, I want to be ready when he come back. 
I say I was doing everything that's supposed to be done and doing it right, but I'm working on it. And the reason why that I'm still here, God, is lying me another chance to get it right. If, and the only way that you, when you do get it right, it's going to be tight, y'all, because guess what? He's going to put a seal on that thing. Ain't nobody going to ask you. Ain't nobody, you, you ain't, ain't going to give you a chance that you love the Lord. You know the Lord. They're going to see it in you. Real life says sitting on the hill that cannot be hid. And just because I don't act the way you act, that don't mean you know better than I am. God don't love you the more than he do me. So let's just get together and get it right, write it down and make it plain. We got problems in the church because we don't know how to get along with one another. All we, got, all we know how to do is sit up and lie and die and connive and talk about people. I ain't talking about you unless it's you. If things don't go your way, you want to lie on somebody. And it's just as far, or that lie is just as far from here to Texas, walking. But we can say things that we want to say about but I tell you, find that person out. And see what kind of heart that person got. See, man looks on the outer appearance, but God sees the heart. And we as people got a, 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 a thing by looking on the outside of people. It ain't on the outside, y'all. It's in the inside. That's why when God come back, he ain't going to deal with what you've been doing and what you got on on the outside. God goes straight to your heart. Because he already know. Because he ain't no head man. He's a heart man. So if you, if you ain't got no vision for your life, get you a vision. Anybody ask you what you're doing, tell them I'm writing my vision down. And I'm trying my best to make it plain. Because one day God's going to come back and he's going to come back with a church for a church without a spot of a on. Now if you're here today in this place at this point, you need to get it right. Just because I don't do what you want me to do, I ain't, I ain't got to be wrong. Two wrongs just don't make no right. I got to be ready when Jesus comes because he, he has his own appointed time. And me personally don't know when he's coming. So, that, so therefore that keeps me on guard. That keeps me watching my time to see what I'm doing, how I'm doing, and when I'm doing it. Because if I did do anything, if you come to me and tell me you done that to me, I ain't got too much pride to tell you I'm sorry. But if you do me, you don't have to come to me. I don't owe you nothing. Because I don't live like that. I let the life I live speak for me. I ain't hide nothing. I don't have to hide nothing. What it is is what it is. Son, what you see is what you get. Glory, glory, glory. Read, baby. It says, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it. Because it will surely come, it will not tarry. I'm going to sit right here. I'm going to look around. And the reason why I'm sitting here, I'm waiting. Who you waiting on, niggas? I'm waiting until Jesus come. 
I want you to see what I will say out of my mouth, or how, I handle, how I treat my people, God's people. I'm going to sit right here until I can do better. And not only be I'm going to sit here, I'm going to sit so high till I can see everybody that think they're going to do me some wrong and get away with it. I'm standing looking. Because God gives me that opportunity to do that. If you had a vision, you had that same opportunity. If you've been, been so busy in somebody else's vision, you would have the same opportunity. You wouldn't have time to say nothing about nobody else. You wouldn't have time to be worrying about what Tom, Dick, and Harry doing if you had a vision. See, we take, we take all day and do, and do what we want to do, but every day is a good day. And you ought to think about it. Anytime that you don't decide to grave, it's a good day. And you, you need to try to live the best that you know how to live that day. My pastor always said, if you're going to sing, he said, sing like it's your last time. He said, if you're going to pray, he said, pray like it's your last time. If you got a vision for your life, you ought to live like it's your last time. It ain't going to take nothing away for you to live. Live right. Ain't going to take. I didn't one time, I didn't want to live right either, y'all. And right now, there's some things that I, I don't want to do either. But since I accept God in my, in my heart, it's my person that says, I got to do that. It's a must that I do that. Because God has given me a vision for my life. I wrote it down, and I ain't got no excuses because it reminds me. You said you were going to do better. It's been, and when I wrote it down and reminded myself, it was recorded in my mind. That if you lie on faith, don't you know you're you going to pay for that lie? It's already recorded in my mind. Now you wrote that thing down and you still lying? When he come, when he come, he got a point in time. And if you ain't ready when he come, keep on doing what you're doing. If you ain't got no vision, if you ain't got no vision, not for you, my life, if you ain't got no vision for your life, you need to ask God to give you a vision for your life. Don't look at Brother Ike's vision, because Brother Ike might be. Y'all know how Brother Ike is. Hey, brother, I might be doing some things that I'll, I am just using Brother Ike because he's real. Uh, might be doing some things that ain't even in my vision. And God don't allow me to do that. So you need your own vision. When God gives you a vision, write it down. When you start doing things, talking about people, persecuting people, talking about people, go back to your vision. My, vi now, my In my vision, I didn't say that. I wrote a vision down for my life to do better. Make it plain, and I'm going to do that. Hell or hot water, I'm going to do that. Because I don't know when Jesus comes, because he got up on a time. And when he comes, it shall not. It shall not. Not that he might not, 
It shall not. It shall not tarry. He coming, y'all. He coming. Whether you want him to come, when you want him to come, he coming. And don't let him come to catch you with your work undone. Because hell bound you is. And what in hell do you want? You need a vision for your life. Three, baby. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. We got to have faith in Christ Jesus. We can have faith in man, but man will let you down. Oh, yeah. You know the reason why I knew it? They did it me like that. They let me down. There's some say, oh, I'm going to be your friend. And they was just lying at the side of their mouth. You get in some trouble. You get where you can't make it. You get where tears are in your eyes because somebody didn't hurt your feelings or somebody said some things about you. And you look for your friends. They ain't to be found. You know where they at? Criticizing and talking about you. Write it down. Make it plain. But we need to, we need to get it together, y'all. You know, because one thing about the, the, the time that God has given us, it ain't playing time. It's praying time. We play too much. You ever heard the kids say, you play too much? We do that. We do it in church. And we ain't no kids. We grown people. We play too much. You ought to think about it. If you don't hear me no more, if you ain't got a vision, you need to get one. I guarantee you, if God gives you a vision, I guarantee and you live the best that you know how, if it's your vision, you ain't got to worry about living nobody else's vision. You ain't got to worry about what nobody else say about you. You ain't got to worry about nobody how nobody else treats you. Just live your vision. And when Jesus come, you're going to be looking for him, and they ain't going to be found. No why? They live everybody's vision but their own. Write your visions down and make it plain. So when he does come back, that you'll be ready when he comes. God bless you, I love you, and you can't do nothing about it. At this time, the doors of the church is open. You don't wait till they say it too late. Uh, come and give your heart to God now. Now is the time. God has given us time. He ain't looking at you because you don't, you know, you ain't, you ain't feeling good. He said, come just like you are.